0: Welcome to the Car Project Podcast, where we equip you to understand and study the Bible and find joy along the way. We're so glad you're here.
1: We're back with The Car Project. I'm Sarah. And I'm Heather. We are on day three of our 12-day journey through the Christmas story. And each day, we are giving you a little bite-sized piece of the Christmas story mm-hmm. that coincides with our Hope Has Come cards. You can download these cards on our website. It is our hope that during this busy time of year that this can help you uh, you and your family really bring the Christmas story to life. Yeah. Now, Heather, we are on day three, and we're going to be continuing the story of Mary. Is that right? Right. But we're also
0: talking not only about Mary, but about the fact that she's a servant, and that's the title of the card for today. And it picks up the story in Luke 1, verses 34 through 38. Let me read it for us today. And Mary said to the angel, how will this be, since I am a virgin? And the angel answered her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most Holy will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born how mary asked the angel how can this be we talked about this in day two this is not out of disbelief but this is out of curiosity it's none of it made sense to her she didn't know how this was going to play out she had this barren Mm -hmm. cousin elizabeth Mm -hmm. that was going to have a baby um, out of her old age Mm -hmm. she herself was not only going to have a baby but it was going to be out of wedlock and and come from the holy spirit and then on top of it her son's going to be called holy son of god this news would have been really hard for her to comprehend.
1: Can you imagine all the questions that must have been going through her mind at this moment? Mm-hmm. I mean, first of all, would, would her fiancé, Joseph, who we're going to learn about more tomorrow, but would her fiancé believe her, mm-hmm. right? Um, would, what would everyone else say about her? Would they judge her? Would they ridicule her of, of, for being unfaithful? We, we, that I just can only imagine what was going through her mind at no, this moment. Totally. And it begged the question for me out of our CARA Bible study guide, a
0: question in our history section of how would Mary have heard this message? How does this mm. fit into the overarching story of the Bible? Yeah, that's and it, a good question. Right? And, mm-hmm. it, and here you have Mary hearing this angel say, for nothing will be impossible with God. You can imagine that it would bring back the story of Abraham and Sarah in Genesis 18. Here we have Sarah, who is a barren at old age, uh, very similar to her cousin Elizabeth, mm-hmm. never expecting to have a child. And yet God spoke to Abraham. And this is what he says in Genesis 18, verse 14. Is anything impossible for the Lord? Let me just say that again. Is anything impossible for the Lord? And well, that then, sounds familiar, right? And then God goes on and says, at a point in time, I'm going to come back. And in a year, she's going to have a son. Uh-huh. Is anything impossible for the Lord? This is what God said to Abraham. This is also what the angel said to Mary. Mm. You have to imagine that Mary is just having these words echoed in her head Mm. and she's seeing the story of God's faithfulness and character ruminating through her mind. Mm. The story of God doing impossible things in the lives of people that were unlikely, especially throughout the Israelite people. This is just what, you know, Sarah and Abraham's story was one of many times of God's faithfulness in doing impossible things. And Mary would have grown up hearing all of those stories. And that would have been flooding. I could imagine mm-hmm. just be flooding back to
1: her. Right. I mean, Mary trusted God and was willing to call herself the Lord's servant and submit to his plan. But I think you're right. I think in large part, like knowing those stories and knowing of God's faithfulness in the past probably helped in this moment. I would think so. So here she says that she's
0: she's going to be God's servant and being God's mm-hmm. servant means being able to see that he can do impossible things, mm-hmm. trusting him that no matter what this is going to, pl- however, it's going to play out, because she did not know how it was going to play out, yeah. she was just going to trust him and trust the character that she had known of him. And she could easily mm. become a servant because of that. Our question today is um, around this idea of is it difficult for you to trust God when you don't fully know his plan, like Mary? Can you believe that God, uh, you know, would show you all these details in, in the life? She didn't have any of the details. Do you, do you believe that God has to give you all the details or can you trust mm-hmm. him even when you don't know those plans? It's, I think it's hard to trust when we can't see how things are going to play. I mean, speaking for myself, right. the control yeah. freak in the room, I, you know, I like it having a plan and I, I you know, I have right. spreadsheets that, that articulate the plan of what's going to happen and we're not always going to have a full view of that. That's not yeah. how, that's not how God always works. But the big question here is, are we willing to trust God even Mm -hmm. in uncertainty? Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. That really is like the definition of faith as you're talking about, right? Like, Mm -hmm. are we willing to trust God even though we don't have all the answers? We can't see exactly how it's going to play out. But it, it truly is. It's a lot easier to trust someone that you know. Mm. Right? And by knowing God's character, maybe this made this easier for Mary to trust his plans. Mm. If she knew of his faithfulness throughout the stories of her people in the Old Testament, uh, maybe that made it easier for her to trust him because she didn't know his plans. She didn't know, uh, she knew that, but she knew that no matter what, um, that somehow. It, it would it would turn out and she could trust him. He Absol- was faithful. Absolutely. I mean, it reminds me
0: when I moved to Utah. You know, uh, my husband was coming out here for work on a regular basis, and so he was the one that was looking for our house and our apartment mm-hmm. and figuring out kind of where we were going to live. I know my husband mm-hmm. well. I, we'd known each other for years. I knew his character. I knew what he was like. So when he was picking out the place, I didn't see it. I had no idea. When we moved out to Utah, it was the first time I'd ever seen the place we were moving into. And I trusted him because I knew who he was. I knew his character. I knew yeah. what to expect. I didn't know the plan. I had no idea what the place looked like. I knew it had two bedrooms. Like, that's that's the extent I knew. But th- that was enough for me because I understood and trusted my husband to make the decision and, and to do what was best for us as a family. Yeah. And, I mean, it's a lot... E- Again, to your point, it's a lot easier to trust somebody that you know and... It's the idea is can we get to know God in the same way? <laughs> yeah.
1: No, I like that. I mean, it actually, it makes me recall when we moved to Utah as well, and that required some trust also. Mm -hmm. Uh, My husband and I were newlyweds and we moved here for a job opportunity really just out of college. And the the plan was to work here for a few years and then to go back home to the Northwest where we had family. Certainly by the time that we had children, we were going to move back home and our kids were going to be raised next to grandpas and grandmas and cousins and all of the things. And by the time that we had kids, boy, there was a recession, the economy crashed, our financial situation crashed, and we could not afford to move. Move, and we were stuck in that position for years, mm-hmm. and I wrestled with God for years. This mm-hmm. this was not my plan, Lord. This was not the plan, God. Mm-hmm. And, and and during that wrestling, and over time, God has shown me um, how He really and truly could use me here, and how I how I love living here, and the purpose that He has. But He could He could use me right here where He has planted me, that I could be a servant here. And when I finally did submit to to that boy i had so much more joy right. and purpose
0: right well and but that also came from you also not only trusting god but you knew god you knew his character you knew that he had you know there's something to be said about being willing to spend some time getting to know God. And maybe that's the challenge that we have from yeah. the, this, this, this uh, passage today is, are we willing to take time to get to know God, understand his character and who he is, with which we, we see just breathe throughout every page of the Bible. Mm-hmm. When we do that, it makes it so much easier to submit to his will, to become that servant. Mary had no problem with mm-hmm. it because she knew who he was. And I just pray the same for us as we mm-hmm. go into this Christmas season.
1: I love that. I think I think Mary was so brave, and I think humbled that God would use her mm-hmm. right? to mm-hmm. be this to be this servant to to bring forth the birth of jesus wow, yeah, right like yeah that's that's pretty incredible i love studying the story of mary thank mm-hmm. you for helping bring this to life yeah. today heather um be sure to download the hope Has come cards on our website um we will hope hopefully you can join us tomorrow for day four as we continue in the christmas story and thanks so much for joining us we'll see you tomorrow
0: thank you for listening to learn more about the car project visit us at thecarproject.com This podcast is listener-supported, so if you'd like to support, head on over to our website and click Give.